Well, I'm happy to report that that stinker of a homestand is officially over. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 250 in bonus bets if your best bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. We are talking all about the stinker of a homestand that the Flames have officially wrapped up. Thank goodness that that is behind them. And we have to talk about, well, they've officially declared themselves like like an infection or something because it's things are not good. And then, of course, we do have somewhat good news with Martin Pospisil, but also some kind of bad news with A.J. Greer. So stick around for that. And uh, before we do all that, make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts, and of course on YouTube as well. We are here for you, even through the All-Star break, Monday through Friday. This team drives me bananas, okay? I, (laughs) I can't even begin to describe how frustrating it was to watch Saturday's game. It was a boring game and not in the sense of a goalie duel like a goalie battle I feel like those are at least a little entertaining because you have two people showing off the flames were just severely outplayed by one of the worst if not the worst team in the league and I I just can't wrap my head around it because this team says oh we are competitive we we want to make the playoffs. We can make the playoffs. We are a playoff team. But when you can't go out there and at least pretend to be able to beat the Chicago Blackhawks or Columbus Blue Jackets, like you you're not a playoff team. And it it's frustrating because on paper this team is so like it it looks good. It it should be enough to get you into the playoffs. And as we've said a number of times on this show, at least the first round, second round, if you're lucky. And it's just infuriating because there are times, like prior to this homestand, where you're like, oh, this team has turned a corner. They're looking good. Uh, They're, you know, on track to at least climb up in the wild card spots. No. Then they come home for the six game homestand and just crap all over themselves they lose in horrible ways and they almost lost they probably should have lost to Chicago too because they it was just giveaway after giveaway after giveaway it was like they were Oprah everyone was getting something at least at least Jacob Markstrom was ready to go he was performing like Jacob Markstrom does and the Flames should be very lucky 
and should be very grateful for his performance. I hope that they funded his trip to Mexico because, my God, he needs a break from all of them. And another player that decided to show up last night was Elias Lindholm. Yes, he was the only player to find the back of the net, and it was a power play goal. So not only do you have him scoring now two goals in his last 25 games, you scored on the power play. Kind of a win-win there for you, right? Kind of like the same way that you snapped your five-game losing streak, or four-game four losing streak, rather, at home, and then you snapped your four-game losing streak to Chicago. They, it, it feels like it should be a clean slate, but it's not. <laughs> this was such an underwhelming performance, and if anything was overwhelming, it was the fact that they played so poorly. And I understand things, you know, things happen throughout the season. There's players that get sick and go through go through it and adversities. It's what makes every team every good team a good team. But this team cannot pick themselves up. If you cannot rise to the occasion against the worst team in the league that is projected currently to pick number one for the second year in a row, you need to do some reevaluating as a locker room, as a player, as the general manager and any decision maker of this team. Because what we saw in those games was completely unacceptable. I don't care. I do not care that you are kind of in limbo right now with the players that you're calling up and waving. We're going to talk about it later, but AJ Greer um, fractured his foot and is going to be out until at least March. And Adam Rzichka, who was waived the day prior, should ha shouldn't have been waived <laughs> because they need a big body dude. And it's there are so many questionable decisions going on in the organization in terms of not trading anyone, maybe being a little too greedy when they're looking for returns. And I just, I hope that every decision maker comes back with their head on straight and they are thinking clearly. Because things need to change. You cannot operate a successful hockey team in this way, as we have seen. Because they will, they started off the season fine, whatever, lose six, uh, lose a few, win a few, lose a few, win a few. Oh, you, you lost four in a row. Great. Oh, you lost three in a row. Wonderful. Oh, you lose four in a row at home. And your season is basically gone. Like, there is not enough room now in the latter half of the season to pick pick up the pieces and kind of pick up the slack from where you missed. And it's not – it's – yeah, the team can only do so much. And I do think that, obviously, things need to change in some performance, but – Maybe we need to look at the tools that are in the toolbox and 
shake things up a bit because I'm not entirely sure if we're heading in the right direction. But coming up next, we're going to talk about declaring a direction and how the flames did us a solid and did that over these last six games. And we're going to uh, talk about that right after this. With eBay Motors, you have everything you need to keep your ride or die alive. Patience, drive, and passion is what brings home the winning trophy and that keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available for U.S. customers. Thank you everyone for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Flames. Make sure you're following along wherever you get your podcasts and of course on YouTube as well. Uh, this is a weird time of year because <laughs> obviously we don't have hockey for a week, but there are still plenty of things to talk about for the flames. And they, they did themselves a favor, I would say, because this is not a playoff team. This, we, we knew that this team was more than likely not going to make the playoffs. And if they did, it was going to be a very quick appearance well guest appearance in the first round and then they they'd hit the golf course but now i'm sure they're all planning for that mid-april flight back home and golf reservation but the way that they played against mid and bottom of the barrel teams during this homestand was absolutely pathetic <laughs> and we talked about it earlier but if you cannot show up to those games I I don't think you're going to emotionally be able to show up in those big games because those two points matter the same way that postseason win does because you have to win one to get to the other and with this unofficial roster freeze during the All-Star break, it gives everyone a lot of time to think. And not just the armchair GMs, but the general managers and decision makers, they are poolside with their strawberry daiquiris in Mexico right now. And they, they're just chilling. They are just chilling, and no one's working. So obviously don't expect anything to happen within these next 10 days in terms of trades, but with this time, you kind of hope that their brains don't shut off entirely from work mode, because 
I would not be able to get that sour taste out of my mouth after watching those last six games. They did not look competitive. They did not look like they cared. And I understand playing a game right before the All-Star break. It's kind of like going to work or to school the day before winter vacation. Like, no one's really doing anything. But you have to. The amount of sloppiness, uh, laziness, carelessness that we saw from the Flames, this entire homestand was just something that I would expect from, again, a bottom-of-the-barrel team. Because they don't care if they win or lose. They probably want to lose so they can get a better draft pick. But that's it. And I hope that these last six games were a wake-up call. Because I think that they they were a wake-up call for all of the Flames fans. I think if you weren't fully on the this team needs a lot of changes train, you are now. And I kind of had my foot like halfway in, halfway out, simply because I am naive. And I like to believe that things will get better, even if there is no... A rhyme or reason for it. It'll just get better. They have to, right? It can't always be that bad. But the Flames have certainly taken me on, not just me, all of us, on a journey through how bad we can be. And this season is not, it doesn't feel as bad as last year simply because I think goaltending has been a lot stronger. Jacob Markstrom is actually performing like a decent goaltender. And if they were to trade him, I can see why. I can see why they would trade him, or at least why they're taking calls. I get it. But I just cannot see, cannot fathom running an organization and thinking that, oh yeah, this is okay. They have poured the gasoline around the the team. They did it last year and continued it this year and they've lit the match. And I just realized I made a ring of fire pun, but that wasn't intentional. <laughs> this team, like there there's no saving them from this current situation without making changes. And like things are on fire and not in a good way. This team is plummeting. Like, there's, you cannot resurrect this. You cannot take this and be like, we're going to turn this around. Because you can't. It is too late. And I, I don't hope I'm wrong come the end of the season. Because this team should not be in the playoffs. They do not deserve a spot in the playoffs. There are plenty of better teams that deserve a shot. And I was looking through their... Uh, like their splits and this team just absolutely blows like it doesn't matter I always like they typically play better on the road or so it seems but I just I looked at their splits there and this season they are 10 11 and 4 on the road so essentially you've lost 14 games on the road good stuff okay and then you are 12, 11, and 1 at home. So you are 500. 
I think that this team needs to be put into a blender, shaken up like a martini, and you, you get what you get. Because there's there's only so many games left this season. And not even that. <laughs> the deadline. There, right now, there are seven weeks between this time and the deadline. I, I don't know if the Flames have a plan. We have been talking about that all season. Does Craig Conroy have a plan? Um, I think that if, at this point, if Noah Hannafin was to extend, I think that extension would have been done. Simply because of the Eric Francis primer that he gave us ahead of the homestand. It was the perfect opportunity to to sign him. Like, optics-wise, you were at home, you had everything you needed, or to at least announce the extension. And they didn't. The puzzle pieces were beginning to fit together, but they were jamming that last one in and it wasn't the right spot. Elias Lindholm is not going to be paid $9 million regardless if he signs in Calgary or Colorado, one of the East Coast teams. Like, there's no, no general manager in their right mind or even, like, their worst frame of mind, would offer Elias Lindholm $9 million for the next seven years. It's just not happening. And I hope that he has accepted that and come to terms, because delusion is one heck of a thing, I guess. You, you, there has to be something has to be done here. You got to get him done. I don't know if New Jersey is still a possible landing spot. I would say Winnipeg is looking more likely simply because they're, you know, they'll be buyers at the deadline. And Chris Tanev, I don't think. I never thought that they were going to extend him mid-season. I thought that it was going to be either he's traded or they sign him July 1st. And something tells me they are leaning more towards trading him because of what they'll get in return. It makes a lot more sense. There is no reason to keep a defenseman that good when you are not going anywhere. And you gotta just kind of let it go. Accept your fate. And just roll with the punches. Because this is your bed. You made the mess. Now lie in it. Sort of deal. I don't particularly like the idea of him going to Toronto. I would be fine with him going just about anywhere else. Except Ottawa as well. He can just stay out of Ontario. (laughs) I think that's the Sens are apparently really interested in bringing him in, and I, I don't want him to go to uh, Ottawa and die. He's just—he's not gonna. That's at this point. That's where careers go to die. It's kind of the old Florida, but 
Dan Flutter, we can't even talk about because he he is not getting traded. And Jacob Markstrom, he's not a pending UFA. But they said if, if the deal's right, it'll get done. Which means they've obviously talked to Jacob Markstrom because he has the no movement or no trade clause. So that is that. I hope everyone enjoys that these next few days off because this team desperately needs it. I hope that they are able to kind of collect themselves and not not think about hockey for a little bit because it's time. It is time to just step away for a little bit. But coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with some injury updates and what we know going into this week regarding the uh, 2018 Hockey Canada scenario situation. Um, But before we do that, let me talk to you about one of my favorite apps, and that would be FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing my favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I Now that I know that Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, I will be putting a, some good money on the Chiefs. I just think that's the way to go. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's and the official an official sports book of the NFL. Thanks everyone for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I thank you for tuning in. Um, make sure you're subscribed and following us on social media. You can follow me at Just Belmosto. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at LO underscore flames pod. And we have some like bumming Bum- bummer news? I-, I don't know what... Some crappy news, I guess, really. Um, AJ Greer, like I mentioned earlier in the show, is out for eight weeks with a fractured foot. That puts his return, projected return, um, the middle of March, where the Flames would have three weeks of the regular season left. I don't think that AJ Greer, by any means, is an impact player keeping this team in or out of a playoff spot. But there is that level of physicality that he brings that the Flames are now completely lacking. Adam Rizicka was placed on waivers last week and had this injury happened at a different time, like prior to when it did, Rizicka would not have been waived. Rizicka's like 6'7". 6'4", 6'7", something like that, and enormous, and will move his body around. He plays a very similar game to A.J. Greer, and now they have Adam Klapka, who is also super physical, or super tall, but I'm not entirely sure about the physicality level to his game, and he is still adjusting 
to the NHL. He has played like three NHL games. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I hope AJ Greer and his very pregnant wife, Taylor, are enjoying this time together. Hopefully they are doing some something this All-Star break as well. And not just, unfortunately, sitting at home. But... We also have some good news in terms of Martin Pospisil. Martin Pospisil is going to, uh, well, he's been activated off of IR, which really means uh, nothing right now <laughs> because he, like, there's no hockey to be played. But with him being activated, the Flames were able to send down Matt Coronado, Cole Schwinn, and... Maybe it was Adam Klapka. And they gained almost $500,000 in cap space. Um, Paper transactions are very confusing to me. I don't understand them. Uh, Ryan Pike is a great person to follow uh, for Flames, like transaction updates and like a breakdown of the spending and cap gain, cap loss, things like that. That's his realm. That is his realm of expertise. And... I'm excited for Martin Pospisil to be back. I I don't think any of us really expected him to have the season he's having. And it's just nice to see. I am happy, especially because he has had so many injuries throughout his young life. And he did just suffer another one. So I hope that he's doing well. And I hope that he does get to come back and kind of find himself right where he left off. And to wrap up the show, we are uh, just going to talk about the latest update in the Team Canada 2018 case. Um, One of the players, it's the non-NHL player. Uh, You're probably going to hear a lot about this. It is such an unfortunate story because the press conference is set for next Monday the 5th. This week is going to be filled with players turning themselves in. I don't know the criminal proceeding process in Canada, but I know in America, you get arrested, you're charged, arrested, and then arraigned. I don't know if that's how that works in Canada, but I would assume that that's all going to happen ahead of the press conference. If not uh, the morning of the press conference, I would assume arraignments are in. If that's what they do, please. But I... Do hope that everyone talks about this in a very respectful light, as Nick and I mentioned on the show last week when everything began to unfold. I hope that we are justice gets served. I hope that that's the case. That's simple as that, right? Players allegedly committed these actions, and that's that. There's nothing you can really do there. It's in the hands of the court now, and... The way that it reads is maximum 10 years of prison time. Typically, in these kinds of cases, the charge gets escalated to a more serious charge that carries a heavier sentence, and that's a maximum of 14 years in prison. So, follow Rick Westhead, I would say, for the latest updates, just because he is constantly in contact with authority and top criminal defense attorneys and people that have worked on cases like this before. So um, we'll see where 
things kind of go there. And uh, obviously, anything involving the flames will be discussed. And I look forward to talking to you all this week. We're going to go over the highs and lows of the seasons, my favorite moments, my not-so-favorite moments, and maybe a Q&A. So, thanks everyone for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube as well. I look forward to hearing from you in the comment section on your stance of where the team is at. But until then, stay safe, stay warm, stay dry, stay hydrated. Put on some chapstick and I will see you all tomorrow.